This week on the BAMFCAST, it's Friday, Friday, Friday. You gotta get down on Friday. One party, we're fun, 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 fun. All right, and welcome to the BAMFCAST. Hey, hey, BAMFCAST. Hey. Episode 112. Wow. 112. Nintendo. Sweet. 112. Yeah. 112. Mm-hmm. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the Beat. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of the BAMFCAST is we snap our way back through the past of pictures, oh. motion pictures, mm-hmm. and then we come in here and uh, we talk about it for about 30, 45 minutes, and we rate it. It gets one to five jocks if it's a good, bad movie, mm-hmm. enjoyable, bad movie. After Robot Jocks. Yay! Or if it's a bad, bad movie, has to stay away. It gets one to five bags. Mm. That's some douchebags. Mm. After Twilight. Boo. To continue Black Exploitation uh, History, History Month, month. Right we on. decided to do uh, 1975's Friday Foster. Friday. Starring none other than Pam Greer. Mm. Pamela Greer. And Yafit Kato. And Yafit Kato. <laughs> Again. Again. <And> Carl <laughs> Weathers. <laughs> Carl motherfucking Weathers. Anyway. Yes. Carl. Motherfucking weather. <laughs> <laughs> you have to finish the name if you're going to start. <laughs> yeah. Carl. Um, so let's get a plot summary out of the way. Okay. We can talk more about this movie. Assigned to snap pictures of the reclusive Blake Tarr, America's wealthiest black man, photographer Friday Foster turns into a two-fisted Avenger when her subject becomes the target of an assassination attempt. But Foster may be the next mark after she's uncovered a racist plot to bump off the nation's black political leaders. Yeah, okay, sure. All right. That's actually... Fairly accurate. Sure. Except for the, the, two-fisted. the two-fisted Avenger yeah. part. I just, I like that one because it's, I like the phrase two-fisted Avenger. Yeah, it's a good one. So this came out in 75. It did. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which is basically after Foxy Brown yes. mm-hmm. and Coffee. Yes. And, and Foxy Brown basically being kind of a awesome badass remake Pam of Coffee. Greer, right. Movies. Yeah. yeah. It's the Evil Dead 2 to Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her, Re- remake. Sequel. All her famous Requel. movies had already been made. All yeah. her women in prison movies and Coffee. No, but I was kind of shocked by... How little she does action wise. Yeah. In this. Kinda tame. Yeah, like to, I, I had not seen this one before, so when you said, Hey, it's Pam Greer, Friday Foster, I was like, Oh, this finally we're gonna get a chick kicking some ass. Yeah. Taking names. Nope. No. Shooting nope. dudes and no. punching people in the face. Well, she did shoot Slapping a dude. bitches, all that sort of stuff. And it was mostly her running into trouble and then running away from trouble, <laughs> right? Yeah, for ninety minutes. Yeah. Well, to set the stage, I mean, this is this is based on I, I believe it started in nineteen seventy. I think mm-hmm. I read nineteen seventy yeah. comic strip. Um, it was you know touted as the first black hero daily comic strip type of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, the the funny thing is, is like that comic strip ended even before the movie came out. Whoops! So I, I'm <laughs> sure the license was really cheap. I'm Great sure I, I'm sure a lot of it is based on that character, and and you know she was probably just a mild mannered reporter who got into shit. You know, probably. not really an ass kicker. Mm. So who knows? I, I've obviously never seen a frame they, of this. But if I'm they had to build her as being an ass kicker, it wouldn't have gotten made. I mean, it wouldn't have yeah. wouldn't have gotten yeah. any attention. I should sure. say. Well, no. if they didn't get Pam Greer, yeah. If it had been anyone else, the movie yeah. poster says, "Wham, bam." Here comes Pam. Yeah. I all mean, right. they, they build it like a Pam Greer action movie, yeah. and it, it's not. At all. She's she's trying to sort of just transition out of, out of that kind of character. She really never went back to it. So well, That's a goddamn shame. Yeah. But we couldn't do Coffee or, or Foxy Brown. Those are great movies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so, I guess we should talk about how this movie goes. <laughs> this is one convoluted-ass movie. 
convoluted and yet almost convoluted, nothing happens yeah, in it. It's it's convoluted in a way that nothing really makes sense, but everyone just kind of shows up at the right place because of all sorts of coincidences right. and that sort of thing. Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, it starts off coherent enough. I mean, sort of. I mean, to, to a point, but I mean, mm-hmm. she... It starts off on New Year's Eve. They make a big deal about that because yep. uh, the chief, the head of her magazine, is trying to reach Ace Photographer Guide. He's nowhere to be found. So mm-hmm. she gets the call as second build photographer, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, She's available, like his assistant. Available guess, the night, yeah. isn't she? Yeah. yeah. I, I think that's what we gathered. Um and so she's told basically to go paparazzi on this airport and catch Blake Tar, like I said in the in the synopsis. Uh he's flying back and I guess he's pulling a Bruce Wayne. He's been gone for some years, who nobody knows where. He's the black Howard Hughes. Yeah, yes. That's how they describe him. <laughs> he's been training with Liam Neeson. And, yeah. And, and he's arriving <laughs> from somewhere. Tundra. I think they said for like twelve years, something like that. He'd yeah. been out of the country. Right. He built and an they, enormous plane. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they got a they got a tip that he was a flying back plane. in. Pretty good tip. Because <laughs> they all knew to be there. Everyone yeah, knew. Blame. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. <sighs> I hate you guys. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, she's she brings a bottle of liquor and tries to coax her way through the uh, security guard at the airport. Succeeds. Yeah. Sort mm-hmm. of, yeah. Well, I mean, she doesn't really because he's like, yeah, you should probably ask for somebody who actually works here. She still got in. But she got well, in, I, yeah. I, but did he let her in, or she just snuck around? I, I couldn't really no, tell. No, he let her in. He okay. totally let her in. He was like, thanks for the booze, but listen, next time, ask for someone who works here. Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, so she goes in through this door and is, like, hiding behind crates and taking pictures. Well, mm-hmm. meanwhile, Carl Weathers and Carl his gang Weathers. of uh, hoods dressed sure. as police officers. Security guards. Yeah. Airport se- security. Airport security. They come in also through the back door and are loading up what look like ancient World War II Mauser-style pistols. It's uh-huh. really weird. Easy to get. What is up with bad guys and old-ass guns? I, I don't know. Easy I think it's just... I think even through the 70s and 80s, we still... We saw Nazi guns, and we were like, bad guys. Okay. You know, I mean, you see a Luger, you see a Mauser, you see these Nazi yeah. guns, you're like, ah, bad guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're going to blame it on the Nazis. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you know, your brain's going to program that way. Mm-hmm. They're the eternal villain, so, you know. Sure. But, um, yeah, so they're loading that up, and, you know, she doesn't see them. They don't see her. Plane lands, kind of pulls all the way into the uh, hangar. Blake gets out, takes about three steps, and they open fire, shoot mm-hmm. him in the shoulder, and wackiness gunfight ensues. Sure. She's she's just snapping pictures the whole time, kind right. of, you know, taking pictures of them, taking pictures mm-hmm. of the assailants. And you know. and really, they fire about 3,000 bullets, <laughs> and maybe four people get hit. <laughs> maybe, yeah. mm-hmm. if that. But you couldn't even really tell. One guy looked like he just slipped on the slick. Yeah, a couple people just fell down. (laughs) (laughs) But the only dude who got shot was the dude who was targeted. I mean, he was the first Mm -hmm. one to get hit. Well, they make a point of showing him just like, ow, my shoulder. Right. Oh, I'm okay, but this hurts. Yeah. Okay. And I will admit, (laughs) at that point, I was really hoping that he was like the decoy. And Yafit Kato was actually going to be the reclusive oh, billionaire. Oh, yeah. That's clever. Mm-hmm. You should have gone back in time and punched up the script. <laughs> yeah. But I thought, because, I mean, he's he just kind of wanders out and gets shot. And I was like, oh, well, yeah, so that guy's that guy. expendable. Yeah. Well, I mean, but no, he got shot in the shoulder. It's Thalmas so. Rasula, which is better known as Blackula. I mean, and from, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, Banffcast. Well, uh, he was the guy who fought Blackula. Oh, I thought he was Blackula. No, 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 no. no, no. no, no. Oh, so he was like the Van helsing yeah. kind of guy? Yeah. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, but he's also Banffcast's <laughs> own from, from Bulletproof. He's right. Gary Busey's uh, partner, ornery partner who was yelling at him <laughs> not, so to, go, angry not to go through the... Through <laughs> Call the, for backup, mm-hmm. McBain. Yeah, butthorn. <laughs> but anyway, so... Yeah, so she just kind of, like, gunfight kind of peters out. Like, they shoot two of the guys. Carl Weathers kind of, I think, takes it in, like, the arm or the leg or something and kind of staggers out. 
And, yeah. and she just kind of walks out. Like, nobody's like, eh. Well, she bumps into Carl Weathers. Well, yeah, well, she gets all the way out of the firefight. Like, no one stops her. No, she, she just, just walks right through. Yeah, Carl Weathers gets away unscathed. It's the other guy who gets shot. Oh, yeah, so that's It's right. a boyfriend of her friend who yeah. had called oh, her okay. earlier right, and right. was all Please come to my party. Out. That's true. Please. And that never even gets... I mean, you kind of figure it out, but... Maybe. Not really. Like, how this girl <laughs> knew she was involved and what the hell Pam Greer was going to do about it. No. Yeah. it's it's that That is definitely convoluted. Because, yeah, she's got the perpetually endangered friend that we never never understand why. Right. She's, just she's at the, call. Im- the important New Year's Eve gala, <laughs> sneaking off to make a phone call. Like, well, yeah, doing, that call doing the call like, uh, if you don't come over here now, I'm dead. Right. It's all going down. Yeah. And, she makes and, like nine phone calls like we that. Just, yeah, yeah, no, we she just, keeps making are, them. That's all she does. We just keep movie. expecting her to die any second. I mean, it's like the first time you <laughs> see her. And then when Pam Greer actually talks to her, she's like, I don't want to talk about it. Right. Never mind. It's like, well, do it's, not come over here. It's not a big deal. Don't worry about it. she gets killed. She's like, no, you were like, you were you were you were in bad shape last night when you called me. It doesn't uh, matter. It's all right. Good. It's all good now. She's like, no, you were on the phone it. like two seconds ago calling somebody pleading for your life. Ah. Nah, nah, don't. That was nothing. I'm good. Nah. So, yeah, no, but I'm just saying. She walks out of the airport, bumps into Carl Weathers, and nobody stops either one of them. Well, I mean, they finally notice Carl Weathers is one of the guys with the guns and have this terrible car chase. Oh yeah, where they where they tap another car that bursts into flames. Somehow. <laughs> yeah, and then the cop car just kind of like they takes, spark the fender yeah. and yeah. apparently just ignites. Gas pours out on fire. <laughs> it was yeah, it was that parked Edsel. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> but then the the police car kind of hits a curb and just all of a sudden flips over. I mean, it yeah. was like it just took a and the guy curb gets bad. And, yeah, yeah. It was a horrible car chase. Yeah. It was about ten miles per hour and it lasted for forty five. Uh, way seconds. too much mm-hmm. tire squealing noise. Yeah. yeah, you know, Carl Weathers isn't even on the poster. Yeah, well, I mean, well, he, he wasn't was really nobody. Carl Weathers yeah. back then. He was no he one was nobody. In no, but he was kind of integral to the plot. Yeah, he was. Sure. But yeah, but you got you, this is like the time when you know they, someone could be in the movie for five seconds and they'd right. be on the poster. Like, look, we got this person. Yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah, Jim Backus. Yeah, Jim Backus <laughs> is like so no no reason for this guy for him to be in this movie. No, but big star mm. didn't even have to stand up for it. But, ah. <laughs> but <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But there's Yeah, so she well she leaves, Carl Weathers gets away, and then it cuts to the next day she's supposed to go to a fashion shoot. Yeah. Oh. And, th- and this is when she meets up with her friend finally backstage at this fashion shoot, and mm-hmm. that's when she does the whole like, you called me last night, what's going on? Nothing. Nothing. Don't no I don't want to talk about it. Nothing. Yeah. I, well, actually I think she gets one more phone call from her. I I, I want to say but she does. She gets another phone call yeah, later that some night point. and she's like it doesn't matter anymore. Right. And that's when the boyfriend stumbles yeah. in, yeah. shot yes. and then just kind of vanishes from no, there. Nothing happens. Yeah, nothing more about him. So no. then, fashion show. They time. move on in the fashion show. God, what a fucking train wreck! Yeah, mm-hmm. it, this whole fashion show it's was, run by Eartha Kitt, who is just hamming it up in the worst possible way, just yeah. annoying and throwing her head around and just being Shatner and yeah, she's like awful doing her Catwoman thing, but yeah. if Catwoman was like seventy, yeah, it's pretty awful. And thought yeah. she was still hot, yeah. That's Eartha Kitt in this movie. But then, like, there's a fashion show, and the models are awful. Ugh. They're not attractive, and they're they moving... They have no rhythm. No, they're, they're moving stupid, and they're just doing stupid things. Well, they're, they're, and they're, they're somewhere like between, fembots. They're somewhere yeah. between angry and emotionless. Right. I mean, they've all got like, these scowls on their face, but then they don't change. No. I've... <laughs> <laughs> I've seen strippers that are more into it than these chicks are. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. Weird. <laughs> it's terrible. Weird. Yeah. And they're just scowling at the audience and they have to show like 
Everything. The entire yeah. Yeah. start to finish. The I mean, entire a 20 minute sequence. Almost of this. any other movie, this would have just been going on in the background. Like, yeah. this is a thing, but because we got Eartha Kid, it's like we have to make a big deal about this show or something. And she does like a stand up routine almost. It's, yeah, and it's, it's pretty it's, bad. But it, this scene is at least pretty good because it introduced us to Friday Foster's friend. Colt Hawkins, who is played by Yafikoto, who is becoming <laughs> the favorite uh, here. Bamcast-sown yeah. Yafikoto. And uh, so he's a private detective, and he's there staking out like a cheating spouse who's there with mm-hmm. another cheating spouse or something like that. Anyway, it's not important. Mm-hmm. And um, Carl Weathers is also there in the most amazing jacket yes. ever. And yeah. tie. He's got a tie. It's like some kid looking at stars or I w- something. <laughs> yeah. I want to mention this because it's it's unusual. Um, sure. Of course, I look up the IMFDB and IMCDB uh, uh-huh. pages for most of the movies we watch. That's cars and firearms for cars and kids firearms, at home. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Join on along. the <laughs> Internet Movie Firearms Database entry for Friday Foster, there's actually a trivia section. <laughs> oh, shit. Which lists uh, the world's most 70s man, uh, and that's Carl Weathers <laughs> in his outfit with his plaid, yep. his plaid jacket, his star, rhinestone star tie, mm-hmm. and his uh, reflective aviators. <laughs> <laughs> He looked, he looked pretty damn awesome. He looked amazing. I mm-hmm. want that suit so bad. It was pretty sweet. He's, yeah. Well, Carl Weathers just has a, a habit of showing up every place he probably shouldn't. Shouldn't be. Like, very publicly. Like, here I am, and look at my crazy outfit, and, mm-hmm. and I don't, pay no attention to me. I don't, think she, you, I don't think she developed the pictures and put together that no. he was the guy they bumped. she bumped into or anything. But there's still probably no reason for him to show up, except for... Apparently, he's got to cover his tracks, I guess. Maybe. It's never even established who kills What's-Her-Face. I'm going to assume it's him because he disappears. He's right. Like, he's, like, watching the yeah. fashion show, and he's just like, eh, and gets up and goes Yeah, because away. The, because he gets up, goes away, and Eartha Kitt comes out back onto the stage after the robots leave. Right. And <laughs> and she's like, oh, the most beautiful woman in the world, right. and <laughs> the goddess, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then... Kalahari sunset. Way to beat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. You I ordered that. that once. It didn't sit well with me. <laughs> yeah. You had to take three tums after that. Mm, yes. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. But so they cut back to the. They cut it's to made the, with jet fuel. That's <laughs> 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 terrible. You don't want that. I got the stabbing pain in my back when I, <laughs> when I ordered. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. So anyway, she uh, announced, she announces her. They show the curtain. Cut back to Eartha Kit getting angry. angry. And re-announcing her, Still and they come back and they show the hand slowly yeah. come out, and she's staggering around. She and, staggers on stage, and people well, compared to the last part of the models, it's unclear as to if there's anything <laughs> wrong with her or it's just the next part of this well, weird ass show. They, they mm-hmm. cut to Pam Greer, and Pam Greer's like something's wrong with her, but nobody does anything. <laughs> yeah. They're just like something's wrong with her until she staggers out, yeah, collapses, down, and we're all giant like, knife in the back. Show the knife in her back already. <laughs> yeah. right. She's been dying for five minutes up there. Yeah. She's she wandered out of an Agatha Christie story. That's all right. Eartha could have been dying for ten minutes before. <laughs> yeah. So of course everyone runs up to the stage to crowd around the mm-hmm. body and contaminate the evidence. This, right. What does she tell Pam Greer? Something something Black Widow. That's right. about the only thing that was audible. Yeah. yeah. Which later on Eartha Kitt gives her the exact same information. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. So we just figured that Black Widow had to be something that was in the comics that. It's a buzzword, I think. It's, it's, it, it's their MacGuffin throughout. Sure. It kind of is, yeah. It's it's whatever the evil in this movie is. Everyone's trying to find out what Black Widow is. is yeah. When it's really just the headrest on that right. pimp's car <laughs> that shows up early in the <laughs> yeah. movie. Pretty much, yeah. But then they like go to her funeral, 
And Carl Weathers is there again. Now, he has no reason to be at her funeral. No. None whatsoever. He's not there to kill anybody. He didn't give a shit about the person he just killed. There is no reason for him to be at that funeral. He wanted to make sure she was dead. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, he's And he sent flowers. He's he's like the bikers in the the Busey movie. Oh, right. (laughs) He just had to gloat. Yeah. But then Pam goes over and starts taking his picture, like, really obviously. Well, yeah. You could describe everything everyone does in this movie yeah. as the most obvious thing they've ever done in their this lives. This is the point that most annoy me. And I, mo- generally speaking with movies like this, I don't try to point out like gaping huge plot holes, but right. this one I have to because it bugged the shit out of me. <laughs> she's at a funeral surrounded by people. Right. She now recognizes Carl Weathers. Yes. Because she's developed the pictures and now realizes that's the guy that bumped into because she, she keeps seeing him. Goes over and starts taking pictures apparently to make sure mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. and doesn't go like Oh, oh, no, no, no. Oh, because this is after the scene when he's tried to attack her in her... In he her, has tried to kill her in oh, her right. apartment. Yeah, it's yes. when she was taking a shower. Yes, this is after, yes, the, the, the shower shot. We get some gratuitous nudity from yeah. Pam Greer. Sure. Woo. Always Wait, welcome. This is the only time Carl Weathers talks because she talks to her, her little brother right. who lives at home with her, I guess, in this house full of weird, nudity. weird art. Nude, nude <laughs> art. Anyway, so he comes in and like... It's not uh, a good environment for children. Attacks no. her like while she's showering... She goes running down the hall wearing nothing but a towel, blah, blah, blah. This is when we're introduced to the cops, and the cop is basically just this guy that is always eating potato chips in every yeah. single scene. Yeah. And, and always and, wants and, a and beer. Yeah, always wants a beer. <laughs> so anyway, so she definitely recognizes him now and goes over to snap his picture for some reason. I don't know. She's standing next to Yafakoto at the funeral. He, 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 She could just tap him on the shoulder well, and say, that's him. Well, that's what I was going to say. This is when you scream out, that's the guy that right. tried to kill me. <laughs> Get him. Right, exactly. Because there's 30 people standing around. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, She instead she does pretty much the, the worst thing you the could do. stupidest thing you could do, which is Carl Weathers runs off and gets in his car and drive away. So she steals the hearse. And oh, chases, I was so nervous for this hearse. <laughs> chases after him, and they have a very delicate car chase. They do. They go thank over some God. hills, but they don't injure either car. Well, thank God That's, for seventy suspension because they go over some major hills. Yeah, those yeah. cars never leave the ground. No, they don't. <laughs> those things are welded to the ground. <laughs> those cars also weigh like yes, six, yes twelve tons. tons. Those and oh, man, I know. I was really nervous. That's, I know. You were, you, you were more you concerned were about, about this I was, this I was concerned than as hell any of about the that. characters in this movie. Because yes. they, they eventually come to a stop, and you're like, oh, thank God. Thank <laughs> God they well, saved I mean, the Ecto-1. <laughs> exactly. It's the 63 Cadillac with the Miller Meteor ambulance hearse combo body. Right. It's, mm-hmm. so they, it's the car, yeah. man. I want one. I don't want to see them destroyed. <laughs> okay. And they've stopped for no reason at an abandoned warehouse. It's a good place to stop. Where Carl Weathers is hiding, and she... She's brandishing her camera. Yeah, she's slinking like a, around like I'm going to hit him with like my a camera. Blunt weapon. And then he jumps out and throws her in a pile of trash and starts choking her. And then she gets away. And that's when the cops show up because okay. they're patrolling the abandoned warehouse or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, meanwhile, the cops have shown up at the funeral and talking to Yafit Koto and they somehow have immediately shown up. Well, <laughs> because she stole the hearse. It's so before she even like. <laughs> yeah, before she even catches him, the right. cops are already. Questioning people about her stealing the but car. Yafit's ex- he, they ask Yafit, where did she go? And he sort of explains that she saw the dude who was trying to kill her, so she stole the only car she could get her hands on. What? What's your problem? How dare you consider this a crime? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like you stupid yeah. cops. And then the cops... What, what would any right-thinking person do? Yeah, and the cops <laughs> find her, frisk her. Yes. And, and then, like... Just, and then arrest her, yeah. <laughs> and... Carl Weathers the, sneaks and away. And this scene bugged me because they just hang her out to dry as far as, like, the director. Right. Not just ending the fucking scene. Yeah. They keep molesting her. <laughs> because, yeah, they keep molesting her and she's, like, going, ah, oh, dang it. Yeah. And smacking the wall. <laughs> right. And it's like, we get it. Yeah. 
it's not working. Just cut it. Yeah. And oh, like like that. Just like when you said they're sitting there with thirty people that drove you crazy. For some <laughs> reason, that just the way they hung her out to drown that pissed me off. But then, yeah. and like, then all of a sudden they're in DC. Now, first she goes back to work, and her boss yells yes, at her and almost those, throws those her off the force. Speech. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes. and uh, he takes away her camera. And, and then they go badge. to DC, which, by the way, they establish DC during the opening credits of the movie. All the opening credits are shots of exteriors in DC, and then the movie starts in Los Angeles. So you're <laughs> like a little tiny yes. title. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's like, for what? forty-five minutes. Yeah, it's like wait, what? <laughs> Why are we seeing pictures of Washington? That doesn't make sense. So then, finally, yes, we get to Washington. And this movie's pretty much fifty-fifty at best. I mean, I don't understand what was the well. What they the go across country like four times. Yeah. I just don't understand what was establishing Washington so much because it's about half and half. Where it's, it's LA, yeah, DC. it's I just stupid. Know. But they had better footage of Washington yeah, DC, DC than they did more of LA. Recognizable and prettier. Yeah, that's the only reason it was the credits like that. At least then. But anyway, they go to DC and they go immediately to a seedy bar. And meet with, I guess, the gayest man of the 70s. Mm. Uh, Another well, scene that just keeps I, going. I assume on. this was information oh, she got from Eartha Kid as she was dying, who apparently gave no, her... No, no, no. Eartha Kid has not died yet. No, this is when the, that was when they got back. Yeah. Is it? Oh, See, that's how convoluted <laughs> this fucking movie it is. Because they go back and forth like four times. I don't remember yeah. why or how she found out to go see this guy. Uh, this trip no, was just... She, this was trip was so she could meet the senator. Yeah. But she because knew the senator she, was friends with her... But she knew somebody gave her the name Ford Malott. She someone had said that name backstage at the fashion show, and she went out there. The only joy in that scene is how disturbed Yafakoto is by everything in the bar, just people like looking at him because it's a total gay bar, and it's right next to the (laughs) Cocoon Adult Movie Theater, which we had plenty of jokes about (laughs) Marine Stapleton porn, and (laughs) yep, it's only octogenarian porn. Yeah, yeah, but Um, but this guy is the gayest man, the the gayest man of the seventies, right? And his two gay friends. And they sort of keep, like, touching Yafit, and he's, like, disturbed by yeah, it. Yeah, he keeps and recoiling. It never gets them. to that unpleasant, awkward 70s stuff where it was just sort of, like, okay to beat up gay people, thank God. But Yafit is very restrained well, in his disgust. something of, happens off camera. Yeah, like they, they, he, she they, does, they get up to go because well, yeah. he won't help Pam Greer because he knows... Well, that's implied. He knows how yeah. deep this shit goes. <laughs> right. And so Yafit well, yeah. like, well... The man and I are going to have a talk, man to man. Why don't you go outside? She Andrew? goes outside, and night has fallen in the 20 minutes they've been inside. Mm-hmm. And then some dude immediately starts trying to kill her. Well, there was this other guy looking at them in the bar, and apparently he jumped in a car and was and was waiting outside. Yeah. Uh, and chases her into a tunnel where he runs into, like, a junction box and immediately electrocutes himself. Well, my theory is, is he ran over a fire hydrant, got the car all wet, right. possibly himself. Sure. And then he hit the junction box and ran into the wire and... Yeah. Yeah. And he, he did actually, some pretty good flailing around. Yeah, I was going to say, it was, oh, yeah, it it was, was kind of funny. Oh, yeah. He's, <laughs> yeah. I'm being shocked. And then Yafid <laughs> runs out and is like, okay, we got to go. And then they go back to L.A., no, they don't. They go to that. Well, they sneak into the party. You're skipping after that. one part. The, the, probably the best scene of the whole damn movie. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, so Carl Weathers has also shown up in yes. Washington. I, I, he's in a giant truck now. I don't know if he drove the truck all the way there or flew out. He and probably stole just the truck. borrowed a car like everybody else. But does he's in, in a big ass like garbage truck or something. And <laughs> so what's the guy's Ford. name? Ford. Yeah. He's in a he's in a phone booth and his voice has changed he is suddenly doing a, a bill cosby voice for it, it, some it, reason yeah it's bizarre <laughs> it's really odd and uh so he's just on the phone and <laughs> apparently talking to whoever black widow, black widow. head person is mm-hmm. yeah and carl and weathers he's like, oh my god she's asking about black widow she knows and carl weathers just reverses the truck 
and flattens well, that phone booth like a pancake. Not even flatten. It's like against. It's a phone oh. booth against a telephone bowl. So he pancakes <laughs> it against the telephone bowl. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's there's nothing left. There's of a it. really good dummy in it too. Because yeah. I mean, <laughs> it it I was not expecting it. It was just like whoa. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that shit got flattened. Yeah, and I mean, you really got to understand this movie for the most part is almost kind of pleasant, even though there's been a couple murders. But th- mm-hmm. there's not really there's not really any ugliness to it. It's not like the, the, it's not like if it wasn't hard the, on the street or anything like yeah, that. If it, it wasn't for the nudity, it would almost feel like a TV thing. Yeah, pretty much. It's, it's and, filmed and pretty much very there's, there's a few people in the beginning that use the N word, but they kind of back off of it. They're so cheerful about it though. I know, I mean, that's weird. Really, everyone is so upbeat in this movie. So yeah. that's why this gruesome murder out of nowhere is just like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Kind yeah, of I mean, that one's, I mean, it's bloodless because, of, but, it's but still, still it's the implication violent. is this dude has just been smashed by yes. a truck. He is now a puddle of yeah, all, the, all the racial stuff is so pleasant. It's it just is. like, it's, it's like, oh, you yeah, know. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, <laughs> the guy, Arthur Marks, the guy who directed it, is like a TV dude yeah. through yeah. and through. It, it was it's very all much TV a, stuff. It's very much a TV that. production. And it feels like it. I mean, the soundtrack feels like 70s cop show for the yeah. most part. Yeah. Other than her theme song, which isn't nearly as good as like truck turners no, or, no, no, or no. slaughters. No, no, it's not still better than Rebecca black's Friday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that applies to a great many things. Mm-hmm. BJ. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so they, he kills like him being smashed in the phone. Booth. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So th- they, she sneaks into the party. Okay, this is when she, because this is when party. she gets all dolled up and Yafikato has to pretend to be her limo driver. Sure. And so she gets, well, she kind the- of is for the whole movie. That's the weird thing is they never really establish, what their relationship is, it's just she's always asking him to do stuff and drive her places. It's, That's what's so bizarre. He's it's the like, private detective. She's the assistant he's, photographer. He's yeah. her Morgan Freeman <laughs> to her Jessica Tandy. But, but, but he should okay. be doing everything. Yeah. He's the professional. Yeah. She's nothing. She's a photographer. I don't mean it that. I just, she's a good nature. She's not a crime solver. No. Nowhere in your photography lessons is, does it cover crime scene no. and, and trailing anybody. <laughs> and it's not like she ever proves to be any good at what she's doing either. No, she's terrible. Yeah, only, her photos didn't look that good. No. <laughs> they no, kind of they're bad. Photos. The Focus. only thing she's good at is sleeping with dudes who might have information for her. <laughs> she does do that. <laughs> she does. Which we get to at the party because. Right. First, she walks in and meets uh, Scatman Crothers, who's Yay. back again, <laughs> playing the part of the horny old preacher. Yes. Who uh, lives, gross. lives, lives at Jericho. Jericho. That's gross. And invites her to come there while he's grabbing her ass. Yep. And then the senator, senator, David Lee Hart. David Lee Hart. Never Hart. trust a guy with three names. No. First, no. First names. Anyway, um, but yeah, so he sees, <laughs> he sees uh, Scatman's character kind of going all creepy on her and just kind of slides on over and is like... Get your hands off this right. fine piece of lady. And then she <laughs> mentions Black Widow, and he's like, we need to go outside and talk. Mm-hmm. And so they go outside, and it's so weird because she goes to talk to him. I think it seemed like prior to that, she was suspecting him his involvement in this somehow. Yes. She thought he was the bad guy. Right. Right. But She thought tone, he had her friend killed. But her tone 180s immediately. Like, she's just like, oh, because he's a smooth brother. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's like... And she, he fills her with brandy. <laughs> well, at first he's got to, yeah, she's got to meet his. That's uh, the key to her vault, right? He, oh yeah. Brandy. She's got to meet her, his assistant Charlie or Char, you know Charles, uh-huh. who creepily comes over Charlie. and introduces himself. And anything Hello. you need in DC, you just call Charlie. I'm Charles Foley. Yeah, they don't telegraph at all that he's probably one of the bad guys. No. Yeah, and then he goes away, and then they go back to his place and. Have brandy and he bone. fills her with brandy, and then and he fills her with the sex. <laughs> <laughs> fills her with the little senator. Yes. 
The senator's aid. (laughs) (laughs) No, not that. I've got something on my docket. (laughs) That hadn't been invented yet. (laughs) So she basically sleeps with him and he says, hey, I think that um, the billionaire's behind it. Right. Mm. You need so, to talk to Blake you know what Tar. that means? Back to L.A. Back to L.A. <laughs> Where she goes to meet Eartha Kitt. Whoops. Well, Eartha yeah. Kitt calls her. Yeah. And they go to meet her, and she's I like... Catwoman. And, I, and I, we will... Before Watch we get to I that, yeah. we have to note the kid. Okay. Because this oh, kid yeah, yeah. is the only awesome kid we've had in any movie we've seen thus far. Yes, this is a tolerable child actor character person. Yes, because all he does is make fun of the adults. Right. He's like the most precocious thing you've ever seen. But yeah. he's just like, there's a pimp who's always bringing Pam Greer gifts because he wants her to be one basically of the, one of his hoes. Right, because yeah. she's got she's all like, the no. right. And he always yeah, that's gives Isaac. The, Isaac yeah. the bartender. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he always gives the kid the gift. To give to her, kid and the kid is the, stockpiling them in the closet and, and selling, selling them. them. And he keeps selling so her. So he's how, got a hustle going. Well, yeah. plus he's also telling him how cheap he's being. Like, you need to bring her Gucci and, and stuff from yeah. Tiffany's, Tiffany's and everything. And he's like Gucci. But so this kid's like talking shit to Yafikado. Yeah. And Yafikado's giving him shit right back. Right. We wanted the the sitcom spinoff Yafit and the Kid. <laughs> Yafit and the Kid. <laughs> and we wanted to call that. <laughs> Just getting into adventures. Yeah, because uh, eating cereal. Might as well mention my Yafit too. <laughs> like Yafit, like you were talking about everybody's in a cheerful mood. Oh God. Yafit was having a blast on this movie. You I could s- tell because every other take, he's just grinning. He had to have been high. And especially late in the yes. movie, those scenes where he was just I think he was just high out of his mind. He was grinning like an idiot by the end of the movie. I mean, he was like delivering his dialogue laughing. It was just like, we can't use any of this. It's just. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, and but the kid earlier in the movie, too, got the first laugh out of all of us is mm-hmm. because when he takes the, the perfume and puts it on the shelf, right. Pam Greer yells back at him, don't get into any trouble or anything. And he puts it on the shelf and then looks right at the camera. Oh, yeah. With a shit eating grin. And then, it, I mean, it's super quick. And then they cut it real yeah. fast. It's but like it's a like, Gary Coleman moment. But he looks straight at the camera <laughs> right. and just kind of, he, he might as well have winked. Yeah, he should have. But like, hey. He was also the cue from the soundtrack too, yeah. just like wah, like wah. later in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, which yeah. they and do several times. Yes. Talk shit while Pam Greer's on the phone, like trying to get her job back from her boss. Right. And then. And then ends up, Eartha Kitt calls her says, you've got to come down here right now. And the scene is you've so... You've got to come over here. It's so bizarre. <laughs> they get to they get to Eartha Kitt's office, and she storms out, and like right behind her in her office is Carl Weathers, who shoots her in the back. Mm-hmm. Like, was he in there with you? What what was going on he the was, five seconds before? He's hiding on the ceiling. Oh, okay. <laughs> is he Lionel Richie? Spider, <laughs> Spider Carl. He looked like Lionel Richie in this movie. <laughs> He Spider had the giant Carl, throw. Spider Carl. <laughs> so he shoots her, and she begins her 10-minute death scene, Ugh. which... <laughs> Meanwhile, Yafit well, runs... Yeah, I was going to say, the whole time she's dying from <laughs> yes. a gunshot wound, right. Yafit is now chasing Carl Weathers up to the rooftops. Yeah, well, and, and she tells Pam Greer, get a pen and a paper, I've got right. a lot to <laughs> she's tell you. She's got a lot to say, so, <laughs> so she's already spilling a lot, and then she says, get a pencil and write down what I have to say. And so that begins, and then so Yafit chases Carl Weathers up to the roof. Now, what happens then is like a five to seven minute action scene with Carl Weathers. So you would think that Eartha Kitt is just spilling the entire movie... No. details and everything but like we'll talk about the action scene but when they get back from the action scene <laughs> what did she tell you Yafit oh. asked what did she tell you just nothing, nothing. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> all she says is Black Widow right, that was Black the Widow. only thing I caught to like, be fair uh-huh. not that I'm trying to fill in plot holes but I'm going to okay <laughs> prior to this Yafit Koto was trying to talk her out of 
continuing this. Well, sure. Because so she's th- a photographer. Well, <laughs> smartly, yes. <laughs> but I think that she did get a lot of information from Eartha Kitt and wasn't willing to share it because he was just going to talk her out of it more. Maybe. Possibly. I'm sure. just I'm just saying. Maybe that <laughs> might have been what happened. Or it may Either have way. taken Eartha she... Kitt 12 minutes to say <laughs> nothing. Yes. I, I just want to tell you the secret. It's very important. Make sure to write it down. Are you using a number two pencil? Is it sharpened? The sharpener's over there. Where was I? Get a clean notepad. This is going to be a lot of information. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying here. <laughs> but no, I was. Your like, shoes don't match your dress. Change them, or I won't tell you anything. <laughs> Did I mention I'm dying? I'm Arthur yep. Kitt. Arthur Kitt, ladies and gentlemen. I was a cat woman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm important. Listen. When she, when Yaffa Koda walks back in, she goes, "Did you get anything?" She's like, "He did." Oh no, she didn't tell me anything. She she like started to spill mm. the beans, and then was like, yeah. eh, "No, he okay. didn't, she didn't give me." But anyway. Let's get to the good part. She didn't want to tell him that for 25 minutes, Eartha Kitt was just <laughs> Eartha Kitt. Yeah. <laughs> She's she just chewing her wardrobe. Yeah. Yeah. It was horrible, but I feel guilty because yeah. she just died. Yeah. God, that was I awful. I don't want to say anything. Thank God she's gone. But so Carl Weathers shoots Eartha Kitt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Eartha Kitt falls on the ground, and that's when Yafikado's like, I'll get him, chases him up the stairs. Right. And <laughs> outside, actually. Yeah, they, like, go outside, they, went outside the they go outside. They go up a fire escape. Mm-hmm. Get on the roof. Carl Weathers jumps from one roof to the other. Mm-hmm. Yafikado's like, ah, oh, shit. Jumps from one <laughs> roof to the other. Yafikado's stunt and, double and, jumps from one <laughs> roof yeah, up yeah. to the other. And the whole time, like, between every scene, Carl Weathers is running up to a door and banging on it because he can't get it open. It's the same door. Yeah. Same door. <laughs> they just but keep yeah. shooting the same door from slightly different angles. But yeah, no doors open. But Carl Weathers cannot open a door in this town. And. And then, you know, and Yafit is... It was is, only years is, later that he could open doors. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, but it, he's well, like, he's in a video game, you know, when all the doors yeah. are, are there, but you can't open any <laughs> of them. The That's what yet. Carl Weathers is doing. <laughs> but, and eventually Yafit kind of catches up to him somewhat, and Carl Weathers turns around and shoots at him. And Yafit dives behind, you know, the... Air conditioner. The air conditioner, whatever, whatever unit is on the roof. And the music stops. Mm-hmm. And... And then he gets he, out his gun. He gets out his gun and he's loading it and he just goes, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing up here? I don't know if that was his realization of what am I doing in this movie. I don't know if it's his realization of, wait a minute, I don't have any vested interest in whatever the hell is going on here at all. I was Why trying am I to talk her shot out of at? this 10 minutes yeah, ago. It's it's a I great, got caught up in the now, moment now I'm being shot at. And now this one-armed dude from Predator is shooting at me. <laughs> I've never seen it in a movie before where someone is just so vested in this. I'm going to get this guy and then just wait a minute. Wait a minute. What am I doing? <laughs> Why do I want to get this guy? But then he just keeps going. And he go- yeah. He goes and, to get Carl. Weathers. And then he looks at the gap between the buildings. And he's like, oh, yeah. shit. Jumps and over they another cut one. to the worst footage. Like they, it, it's like it's a piece like, of stock footage from five like seconds earlier. Footage. <laughs> but it's it's like it's been th- thrown in a bathtub mm-hmm. or something. It's terrible. Um <laughs> Yeah, but, but, and then, he, but he, he catches up to Carl yeah. Weathers, who's banging on another door. He can't get open. Well, Carl Weathers has climbed up on the little roof of the door and yeah. jumps down oh, and surprises yeah, Yafit. And they they wrestle fight. around and they have sort of a fight, which is not one of Apollo Creed's best matches. No. no. Um, and, and, and every t- and between every punch, they cut back to Yafikado grinning. <laughs> yeah, he's making the satisfied, like, like, yeah. like, yeah, I'm hitting you. And, <laughs> I'm they, and Carl Weathers dude. is making the, ooh, I've been hit face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then Yafit pulls out. A, well, he knocks him into a pile of wood. 
which then Carl Weathers is going to pick up a piece of wood and beat the hell out of Yavit. Yeah, Yaffa he hits him it. in the stomach with it. So yeah. then Yavit just pulls out a gun and shoots him. Shoots him twice. Shoots him some and more. And he kind of stumbles around going, oh. <laughs> so shoots so him like four sh- more times. Yeah, <laughs> he shoots. He unloads five or six shots All the into Carl he Weathers. He just make sure. <laughs> right. To which we get this slow motion Carl Weathers <laughs> death face. He broke him. His death face is surprise. <laughs> I've been shot. Sweaty, out of breath, been punched a lot. I can't believe I'm up here too. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he dies. Yeah. yeah, and then he just kind of stumbles back down. That's when we get the what'd you learn? Yeah, nothing. Yeah, nothing. And All right, that's great. Let's yeah. go. Cops show up. It's like, yeah. what's going on here? A photographer and a private detective killed two more people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then she she calls whatever number Eartha Kitt gave her. I guess she gave her a name and a number and said, "Call him," mm-hmm. because that's what she does the next scene. And mm-hmm. they go meet us on the roof. So we go back up to another roof, and yeah. she goes to the roof of this building, walks out the two elevator door, mm-hmm. shuts it behind her, and there's suddenly <laughs> dudes waiting there. And I'm not even going to say the joke you made at that two elevator. I'm sorry. I'm not doing it. Come on. It was a great okay. joke. This dumbass <laughs> is sitting next to me. This motherfucker over here. This guy. It's this, this giant door that's a huge letter. says two elevator, and Chuck just goes... Well, who's it from? <laughs> no, I said that. He said that door was a gift to the <laughs> you, You're both dumbasses, all right? You're idiots. Those are great jokes. <laughs> it was so big on the door. <laughs> it, was, it was gigantic. What else could it have meant? <laughs> could it have meant that that was the door to the elevator? No. That led to the elevator? The door was a gift to the elevator. <laughs> from the roof? We don't know who it was from. <laughs> there wasn't enough room on left on the door to write from whoever. Morons. <laughs> complete morons. Why do I watch these movies with me? I don't understand. <laughs> this motherfucker right here. I'm sorry. I thought it was funny. <laughs> it's a great joke. All right, it, it was it was so bad it was good. There but anyway, go. yeah, Blake Tar is shown back yeah. up. Well, he showed like they have to show his helicopter landing. Yes, for five they, minutes. they paid a lot of money they for pay that. Lucas's his yeah. helicopter landing. Uh. Show the whole goddamn thing, <laughs> and he gets out like I'm fine now. Right. Come with me if you want to live. Yeah, never mm-hmm. ever showing any you know lasting result of his injury at all, especially no. later when he's shirtless and there's no wound no on him at all or anything. Right. But yeah, so he takes well, her back to his like place. Like a month has gone by. Sure. And <laughs> sexes her. Yeah, pretty much. Well, she's baby. naked in the hot tub. Like, yeah. says, hey, I'm not trying to kill anybody. They're my people. Why would I kill them? They're yeah. doing this weird, like, time displaced talking from her because it starts. Oh, it's weird. It starts on one thing, like, and then she's talking in the hot tub. Right. Because, mm-hmm. well, like, they're kissing outside, but she's talking. And then yeah. it cuts to the hot tub where she's actually delivering the lines. Right. Then but, then it, but then it cuts back to like they're sexing and she's still talking. It's, but he, it's so she's bizarre. got a tongue in her mouth. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's just weird. Anyway. But anyway, so she gets whatever information one would get from boning someone. Sure. <laughs> let alone the black Howard Hughes. And here's where I get really confused because basically, oh, here. After, well, basically <laughs> after this, it's like she they go to the airport and then and she just suddenly pieces together. No, that's right. She goes to she go, go. tries to go to the senator's office. The senator's secretary walks out. And she's back in DC, by back the way. DC. Back to DC. And and yeah, Avocado's like, You've been gone for two days, what the fuck? And right. she's like, Well, I'm better now, so yeah. we yeah. gotta go to DC. Right. And then the, the senator secretary comes out and says, She's like, We have to see the senator now. Tell her tell her it's uh, Friday Foster. And she's like, Well, 
she, he's not here, but the one message he said to give you was the walls of Jericho are coming down today. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. she just like takes and, 20 steps away and then goes, I yeah. got it. This Jericho. I, I don't know how she got it because Yafit behind her the whole time is trying to get the secretary's number and is just being goofy as hell. He is oh, high yeah. as a kite. He's so high in the scene because he, he is so high. He's like over Pam Greer's head, like my, you know, playing <laughs> charades. <laughs> like, give me your phone number. Two words, first word, one syllable. <laughs> right. Sounds and like, he, and he's got that giant grin the whole time. Yeah, and I didn't hear any of the clue. I was just watching Yafit and laughing, and sure. then, so that I was even more confused how she was putting yeah. it together. Five well, minutes no, later. she just literally they take twenty steps outside, and then she goes, "Wait, Jericho was the name of the where they start singing the song, <laughs> right?" And then she goes, "Jericho was the name of the creepy preacher guy's place, mm-hmm. and it's the walls are coming down. They're going there because <laughs> she also somehow knows that like there's all the black leaders are going there today or something. Well, they're all missing." They're okay. <laughs> All the black leaders are missing. Sure. Where could they be? So they go there. <laughs> so I, I just I lose steam at this point because she, that, she steals a milk truck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's well, she's on back, the phone. Yes. Well, that's right. They start to go back to the car, and and two guys are at Yafit's car now. Right, and so he's like, "They don't know they me. They don't know me. I'll go, they yeah. don't know me. I'll go take care of them. <laughs> you don't know me." And she's like, "All right," and she, she steals a milk truck from the whitest milk truck delivery guy. <laughs> sure. And second car she stolen. Right. And he often just kind of walks up to these two guys and it's like, hey, how you doing? Punch. <laughs> right. I mean, Hood slam. Yeah. yeah. He's and instantly like multiple slams. killing them. Yeah. Um, and then one guy somehow gets away from the punch and is standing out in the middle of the road and, and then runs him over, runs right? him over the milk truck. So she's like, follow me. And she drives off and he gets to the car and tries to start the car. Car does not start. And he goes into this weird ass <laughs> freak out. This totally bizarre, weird ass freak out, just shaking the steering wheel and sticking his tongue out and just going, ah! Because <laughs> he flooded the engine. I guess. I don't or know. They disabled the car somehow. Whatever. But so she speeds off in the. Well, speeds off. She chugs along in the milk truck going With milk to. Milk bottles falling out. Jericho. Mm-hmm. Um, Crashes through the front gate. We see basically that there's a gang organizing outside of this place. It's basically the it's, it's Charles the, yeah. the the assistant guy is like yeah. standing around organizing. We we even skip the scene with Jim Backus because it's so fucking it, weird. D- Jim Backus shows up to be the it's evil white guy. It's a five minute scene maybe. where they just show that the evil white guy is behind all. Yeah, of them. like sure. he's like Charles. They right before this they show Charles sitting in this wicker chair. Jim Backus, aka the millionaire from Gilligan's Island, if mm-hmm. you didn't know, mm-hmm. comes rolling up in a wheelchair, turns around and says something blah 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 i'm in charge <laughs> behind right. all this whatever he looks yeah. a lot like old ed mcmahon yeah, yeah it's, it's bizarre he just shows up for i thought it was no i reason. thought it was old big ed mcmahon somehow. <laughs> no reason just yeah. that ed we mentioned, we mentioned we, he was in the movie there it is yeah anyway cut back to, to this scene it's it's charlie the the you know the center's assistant guy yeah and like a couple of black guys but then like 20 or 30 white dudes literally putting on blackface and afro wigs right and arming weapons, and again, they're back to like yeah. mostly World War II mm-hmm. Nazi esque kind of rifles and yeah. stuff. Yeah, and, and Pam basically drives right up to them and yep. is like, "Hey," <laughs> and through them. Well, no, because she stops, yeah. and one of them is like, "Can I help you?" And he, no, he goes, "What are you doing here?" And she's like, "Milk she goes, delivery," and smashes, smashes one the milk of them over his face. milk container, and then, and then speeds off, running over a couple more of them. And they all start shooting at her. Yeah, and then she gets up to the mansion, and gets in, and. Starts accusing the senator almost immediately, and he's in the room. Right. And it was like, what are you talking about? We're all here. We're meeting, trying to promote unity. Black blah, unity. Blah, blah, blah. We've yeah. come mm-hmm. together. And, 
and then she's like, well, what about all the guys outside? They're like, what guys outside? And then the shooting starts. Sure. Mm-hmm. It's and a it's siege. a whole bunch of shooting yeah. on this house. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, the billionaire has pulled up next to Yafit Kato trying yes. to fix his car mm-hmm. with the butt of his gun. With yeah. The gun. <laughs> yeah. Apparently. Yeah. In DC. Sure. And Just get away with that right there on the square. No you know? problem. He convinces Yafit to come with him. And Yafit goes into this never ending rant of being pissed off of everything that's happened to him and, and just he never stops it's just for the whole time that he goes from the front of the car to getting in the car with with blake tar or whatever and his name probably is probably even past that yeah he's just ranting and raving mm-hmm. and just like and what? he's got in, he's gotten into full jive talk at this point <laughs> right. because there's like you can only understand like every other thing he says yeah it's he has had it he's, yeah he's he's, he's fed had up it with, with all these motherfucking snakes <laughs> yeah so anyway there's a siege going on and, and then all of a sudden they like they're not really fighting back. Like they they pull out these ancient shotguns inside the mansion. Yeah, they have hunting. They're like, this isn't really going to stop them. Like it's just going to slow them down. <laughs> and then about that time, a the, guy busts in through the window, and Pam Greer shoots him. That's, in. Like, that's one that's of the, the only, only times only where she does action anything. scene that she has. Yes, yeah. And then all of a sudden, magical helicopter lands with the very slowly the billionaire thirty dudes <laughs> with you know with it's a yeah, clown car helicopter. helicopter. And Blake Tar and Yafit Koto jump out of this with like ten or twenty other dudes. Yeah. And all brandishing also awesome weapons, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> unlike these other guys who look like ancient weapons, and they just roll up and start shooting everybody out of this helicopter, and just total badasses just stalking down the way until they get to the house. And, and the senator's assistant guy has gone, gone running off, and Yafit's got, like, I got this, which is silly, because this is the least threatening guy of yeah. all these guys, and Yafit's mm-hmm. like, I'll take care of this guy. So they chase him, like, through a swamp or something, some little marsh area, and... uh Oh god, that was so lame. It, yeah, it's, it's like he punches the dude and Well, he's like they could they, no one came up with anything cool for Yafit to say as he was mm-hmm. beating the hell out of this dude. So Yafit says something like he's about grinning, to give you an just, education. He's grinning like a madman again. So it's like I'm going to give you an education. It's like 2 plus 2 equals 4. Whap. 4 plus 4 equals 8. Whap. C <laughs> spot run punch. <laughs> it's like <laughs> what is this? What's happening? <laughs> It's random and they're weird. just like, yeah, it, you're so high. Just, <laughs> just ad lib something. Whatever you It'll, want to say. <laughs> whatever you say, it'll be cool. I would like to read the script. I would like to see what the written lines were uh, that Yafit was too high to remember. Yeah. But uh, basically, they, they, they charge in and defeat these people that were shooting at the house. And mm-hmm. that's it's basically credits over. I mean, like, yeah, there's and a then, little and then like, the, wrap up stuff. Yeah. But, and there's the shady assistant basically says, yeah, you got me. Yeah. Yeah. You're all bad. And, yeah. That's it. I mean, there's not uh, even like a pull mask off guy. And she's like, guy. we figured you out. We black people stick yeah. together. I mean, yeah. there's no like pull mask off Scatman Crothers and it's nope. Jim Backus. No. You know I mean? There's <laughs> no, Jim Backus never shows back no. up. We never really understand what the hell Black Widow was except for like to apparently take to down make, this group. To make all the black women widows. No. No. no I don't it was to get was all it. the high profile black politicians together in one room. Sure. Kill them all. Making their wives widows. <laughs> Sure, that's an indirect result, but <laughs> well, they kept saying it was like a it was Black BJ's Widow, like it was twenty steps like it, ahead, like it was an organization or a person. Not like in that case, it sounds like it would have been Operation Black Widow. It, you, well, you yes. would think, but they, they, anyway. But what obviously they, they they have one little wrap up scene with the pimp showing back up, yeah. and he actually has brought Gucci and Tiffany's and the blah, kids blah, like blah. thanks. Kids and like meanwhile, thanks. both both Blake and yeah. the senator have well, yeah, sent like her, her millions of dollars worth of gifts. Yes. And Yafid walks in with one little tiny gift, and she in kinda, his best outfit. By oh, yeah, he's, he's, he's got a on, sunglasses, giant sunglasses. He looks badass. But then yeah. she still kind of just leads him on, like we're going dinner and dancing. And well, she does tell him that he's her number one, her guy. number one guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah but like yeah, well, he's friend zone. He's, yeah. he's never he's getting out of the friend zone. Yeah. 
Don't know why he's no so happy way. this whole movie. He just needs to pretend that he's got information that she needs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. He's been too forthcoming with yeah, her. Yeah, he needs mm-hmm. to re- keep some information. He needs to be a little more private right. with his investigations. Mm. <laughs> yep. A little more private and he'll sink <laughs> that dick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bang, credits, movie over. <laughs> yeah, let's rate this. Uh, okay. Because we've talked enough. Anyone? Anyone got something? I'll go. Okay. This is yet another movie where I sort of wish we had a half rating because it's somewhere between a two and a three. I'm going to give it a three simply because we had a lot of fun and simply because my two elevator joke was fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) No, but like the death by phone booth and Mm -hmm. just, just happy off it the whole time. God damn, that guy can make a movie entertaining just by walking into a room grinning. I'm just like, yay, yeah, it's happy. I'm Mm -hmm. happy. So, uh, it's, having seen Pam Greer's good movies, it's, it's nowhere near like coffee and Foxy Brown and stuff like that. And she's actually done, you know, like violence towards other people before here. It just seems like I'm a pretty actress. I don't want to get hurt. And so that's kind of unfortunate. That's, that's pretty much y'all's introduction to Pam Greer. Well, in this genre, as far as this show goes. Yes. But yeah, three, three jocks. Yeah. I'm, Mm. I'm only a two. Okay. Okay. I just, she annoyed me too much. (laughs) And and this is one of those movies that was made, you know, before you had consultants about stuff. And it was just like, eh, just go with it. The audience, you know, accept it. Mm-hmm. And when you watch those nowadays, you're like, God, that's so fucking stupid. <laughs> like, like there were so many points in this movie where I was like, what they're doing is fucking stupid. Yeah. Don't do that. Find a better way to get her to point A to point B instead of doing something fucking stupid. Right. But yeah, like you said, Yafit Kato, if he was not in this movie, oh, yeah. it's very likely it would be in Bags territory. Well. Because he's fucking awesome in it <laughs> yeah yeah Koto gets this movie one jocks for me and um a combination of pam greer's boobies and the vehicles <laughs> get another jocks for Sweet. me so it's a it's a two jocks all right yeah I, I was sitting right around there too uh i almost want to give it a three because like i mean i would say that the phone booth smashing is like a jocks alone but honestly i think that it's it's got to bring Yaffa in the phone booth really have to like bring it out of the bags territory because otherwise, oh yeah, like I'm I don't know this to me it's just like this movie is kind of fun in in just a weird kind of like how everybody's so happy with moments <laughs> punctuated in violence it's right. just so it's weird but the plot is just fucked it's nonsense <laughs> it's just it's pure nonsense yeah I want to punch whoever wrote the script yeah <laughs> um, I really do. it's just like so many other things are fun I don't about care if they're an old man now I want to still punch him yeah I, I think yeah. I can only go two jocks on it I mean okay. it's like it's it's a fun two jocks because like I didn't hate this movie by any means. It's just that the plot is so fucked up. Yeah, but it, I will give it credit for being the first movie we have watched where I wanted more of the kid in it. Yeah, yeah, that's that deserves which is shocking. Men- yeah, well, you know, seventies kids weren't huge assholes. Yeah, there's there's weird. No, this kid was an asshole movie. though, but he was yeah. a cool he, asshole. Yeah, he was I our know. kind of asshole. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> You're an asshole kid. I mean, he's growing up in a house of nudity with Pam Greer, and he's hustling, and yeah. I mean, you know, that kid's awesome. Well, he probably had lots of time considering she was jet-setting yeah, around was, the fucking country for yeah, no reason. I don't know who took Take care, care of this yourself. <laughs> Go make some money. The kid had to learn the streets. <laughs> I'm only a photographer's assistant. I don't have a lot of money. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I'm buying all these plane tickets. <laughs> yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I, that's expensive yeah. anyway. to get to and from. All right. Let's yeah. get on to the second half, shall we? Okay. Sounds good. Yes.
All right, welcome back. Hey, hey Bamcast. Second half. Second half of the Bamcast. So we got <laughs> correspondence aplenty. Oh yeah. Yes, we did. Let's play some, shall we? Uh, we actually we missed one uh, inadvertently um, last week. This came in before last week's episode, and I don't know. My bad. We just kind of skipped right over it. So play it now. Hey, it's Max. Yo, you saw an animated film from Canada, but perhaps you want to go all the way down the rabbit hole and see an animated film from Japan. Now, before you start thinking I'm some kind of weeaboo, asshole, jerk or something, well, hold on. The movie I'm telling you about right here is M.D. Geist. It's great. Distant future. Distant planet. Civil war. One side wants to tip the balance. They create the ultimate soldier. His name, M.D. Geist. Most dangerous Geist. Problem is, he's too good. So they put him in suspended animation. And he stays there for a hundred years until he wakes up again and then fights the fight he never got to finish. It's great. Just out of nowhere, completely unwarranted ultraviolence everywhere. Nudity, cursing, and probably the best part, this movie is 47 minutes long. So even if you don't like it, it's it's not that bad. It's kind of like the producer said... Yo, we ran out of money. All we've animated is these action scenes. And the director was like, eh, don't worry about it. It's fun. And he's right. MZ Geist is amazing. Um, also, because it's Black Exploitation Month, I'm wondering, uh, last year, did any of you go to that convention thing in Jacksonville where Fred Williamson and Pam Greer and a bunch of people were at? Because it was, it was kind of cool, I guess. I don't know. Anyways, that's all. <laughs> Max, all right. you sold me on MD Geist. But yeah. <sighs> most dangerous Geist. Most Geist. dangerous Geist. <laughs> the most dangerous Geist. Mm-hmm. An animated Somewhere. movie with all action scenes. Might get exhausting. I Might not. If, at 47 minutes, I don't see how it could get exhausting. Never know. Yeah. I, then I, again, I don't want I've anyone... said that about other things, too. Like, I feel like I, I'm probably the one that keeps giving anime a bad rap. Like... I'm not saying all anime is bad. I'm just saying based on 99% the sh- of it's bad. Yes, that sadly <laughs> it is. I mean, it's like so it's there's so much bad that it just becomes all bad. But there is there are some absolute jewels out there. I think Fist of the North Star is amazing. This sounds amazing. I love Cowboy Bebop. I like Trigun, Outlaw Star. So maybe some of the more the tr- you know, conventional things that a lot of people have seen. Mm-hmm. I even say like some of the out, out there stuff like Fooly Cooly is is great too. But anyway, like, I'm not trying to like paint it as all bad. It's just like mm-hmm. the percentage to good to bad is makes yes. it all bad. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. So that's that's you know sorry anime fans if if I've been the asshole, <laughs> but I'm trying to dig my way out a little bit. Nice so job. Maybe yeah. we do an episode on that one. Maybe yeah. it's it's kind of short. I don't know. It's I know. a movie. It I don't. Doesn't I don't. really sound like a movie. Maybe yeah. if it's a night where you start really late. Sure. That can be one of those like rock and roll where it's like, yeah, dear well, God, well, I mean, there's a lot of anime type stuff like that where they call them OVAs, where it's basically just right. like a made a, for yeah. video thing. Yeah. And they just, they're like, hey, however long it is, yeah. fuck it. Anyway, yeah. um, Chuck, <laughs> I think you went to. I a, did. I, I went to the cult fiction yeah. uh, convention. Um, How you, was you kept it? trying to get me to go. I wanted all so you guys bad. to go. I mean, this thing was so in our, wheel, our wheelhouse, but when I got there. It, it was sort of sad in that the city didn't support it at all. So it was, I was just still sort of afraid a, of you back then. Yeah, I know. I'm still afraid of you. Um, you should be. <laughs> is this where you touch Pam Greer's boobs? Yes. 
Yes, it was. So we, um, so we should have gone because then we could remove yeah. one of those degrees. Right. <laughs> Not have to. You don't have to touch, touch me. Touch your chest. I, I have touched the chest. Yes. Touch Pam Greer's chest. That's true. Uh, and so and can I watched. You. And I watched. <laughs> you do that. Yeah. <laughs> on one hand, it was great because it was so small and you can spend time with everybody. But on the other hand, it it was sad that it wasn't supported well enough because that they lost so much money on that thing and it's not coming back. I guarantee you, it won't mm, come yeah. back. Um, this sounds similar to some years ago. I went to what seemed like they wanted to put on a Star Trek convention. Right. But it was at the Mosh, which if anyone, you know, people in Jacksonville will know what I'm talking about. Yeah. There's not a space there, you know, like, yeah. even though it's a museum, there's space in history. Space. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Science and history. But yeah, but I mean, it's, it was just, it was pathetic. Not a way to do a convention. No, it was, yeah. it was fucked up. It was like this, like six tables of dealer room. And then like, no, there was no guest. Yeah. It was just like, hey, we want to have a convention, but we didn't afford to hire anyone to come here. No, so it was just not, not even like you know, Ensign number uh, or whatever. It was yeah. just it was so fucking. So it was like a memorabilia show. Yeah, but then like a couple dudes came in like Klingon outfits and stuff. Sure. It was like it was fucking weird. Those was people free. always yeah. need a place to go. I know, I know. Sometimes every weekend dressed up, no place that to go. you can't get back. <laughs> if you spend Halloween was six yeah. months away, if you spend could four not years of your life carefully handcrafting a you know a correct Klingon outfit, mm-hmm. you're wearing that motherfucker everywhere you can. Sure. Right. Yep. Yeah. Or you just go full crazy lady that wears her uniform all the time. <laughs> you could movie. do that too. Yeah. yeah, but other than what you showed me, I saw no advertising or anything for that convention. No, I mean, like the the week leading up to it, the local media really sort of ran with it, but it just... Th- this town is just so culturally stunted. They They have no identifiable cultural anything, and, and mm-hmm. I, I guarantee you no one saw this as something like, hey, let's go meet these these people who are in all these badass movies that we liked. It Just nobody cared. It was... It, it, it's a hard genre convention to sell anyway because it was geared towards, you know, like the 70s exploitation and Grindhouse, stuff like that. The, you yeah. would have trouble finding an audience just for that in a big city. So mm-hmm. they were sort of fucked from the start. I, I don't know if it's indicative of the city or what, but this is a joke I guess you can probably appreciate... But just so you get an idea of, of what we're dealing with here, the one of the freebie handout papers here, like the Village Voice, you know, type of thing, size mm-hmm. papers, tabloid size papers that you find yeah. here, is touted as Jacksonville's cultural guide, mm-hmm. and its title, Void. <laughs> you, yeah. you, you want to yes. you want to think that like they did that as a joke, no, but I don't think they did. I, I think, think they were they like, that sounds like a cool name, but I'm like, yeah, well, that's that's perfect, yeah, because we have no fucking culture here. Yeah. But anyway, uh, side note, yeah. we are. Um, at various points in this in this week upcoming weekend, we are going to uh, going to go to MegaCon in Orlando. MegaCon. Yes. So if anyone is anywhere near the Orlando area and wishes to join and meet, I up, know there are a couple listeners in that area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So sorry for the kind of late notice. We haven't really figured it out. We're probably. I, I know for sure I'm going on Saturday at some point. I'll go. I'll, I'll make the commitment. Yeah. Right as, here. as long as you're not Live. dying <laughs> yes. of whatever ailment is starting to come over yeah. you. And I have tickets for Friday. Uh, the yeah. other two days are up in the air. Depends on what everyone else wants to do. Yeah, it's it's. I, I've gone before. I mean, unless you're there to, I you know, either play tabletop games or actually go to like panel things. It's otherwise, it's like a four hour trip. Right. I mean, it's it doesn't take very long to go through mm-hmm. that place and see yeah. stuff. Yeah. So yeah, get in touch with yeah, tweet us. That's probably Harlow the easiest way. Or- 
It, yeah, just yeah, you, you know how to find us. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, Twitter's going to be the Twitter's going to be the best way. Tweet us on the Twitter. You're going to pick up your mobile phone. Pick up the tweeters. Relevant. Yeah, no, your relevant mobile phone. Anyway, by the way, megaconvention.com, not megacon.com. Right, don't go to megacon.com. Is that because some electrical? No, it's some electrical equipment manufacturer. You will not get what you want. There are the con men. I thought it was going to be like prison porn. Megacon. Orange County Convention Center is on international drive yep. anyway yep. so we can go to big ass but mcdonald's it's, <laughs> it's the it's the good BJ way bj doesn't care about the convention no, he no. just wants big ass mcdonald's have you ever been ass. to the big ass mcdonald's yes, yes. yes. It's, when i was a kid it's a yes. letdown and, and i didn't get to no, experience glorious. it <laughs> it's a letdown now that you're not don't trust me oh, no unless you suddenly feel the need to exchange uh, international currency which they, they do there at the mcdonald's yes so they, have, they also have mcpizza why are, Dude, why are you trying to, to keep me from going they to this place? They have and I think they have the tacos. That I want are some euros. The tacos are coming loonies. to all McDonald's. Yeah, soon. I want some euros. McTacos are coming. Yeah. Wait, they, have, maybe... they have McEuros? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I would eat the <laughs> shit out of a McEuro. Damn. Um, I lived right. in Orlando. I know about the big-ass McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. All right. I didn't. That's okay, why okay, it's... Okay, okay, okay. We will go to the big-ass McDonald's. Don't take this away from BJ. Don't ruin this for me. I'd rather go to the Ikea and eat meatballs, but we'll go to the big-ass McDonald's. I'm going there, too. Oh, man. Taking the tour eating some meatballs. We, God, we are to, so old. Can we go to both? Yeah. Talk about going to Ikea. There's plenty of Good-ass meatballs for like four bucks. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> Could we do both? We have yes. just become yes. all the other podcasts yes. we hate because we've gone off the rails so fucking far. We're talking about meatballs. How was your weekend last week? What'd you do? Well, I moved my sister from. <laughs> we got that's cool. I, I got I got voicemails. That's what I did last week. Okay, so let's, well, let's play one. Okay, all right. Hey guys, long time listener, second time caller. It's the uh, asshole spoiler from Ohio. Just wanted to call, say apologize for spoiling the movie, but you know the way I look at it, I saved you ten bucks. You know, fifty bucks if you guys order popcorn as well. But um, also you got to think too. Well, the event probably saved me from abusing somebody. And by that, I mean sodomizing a stranger's ass with a stick of dynamite and then lighting the fuse. So if you think about it, you guys did a public service. I appreciate that. Um, and, yeah, I read about the after credits thing. And um, regarding that, they can pretty much go fuck butt as far as I'm concerned. It's ridiculous. But anyway, I was wondering if you guys could tell me, what is the worst spoiler besides mine that you've ever been told about a movie? One that just really pissed you off because you really wanted to know. Not know, basically. And if that doesn't tickle your grundle, maybe you guys could let us know your opinion about how The Expendables 2 was announced as going to be PG-13 and not R, and because of Chuck Norris. And does that kind of make you dislike Chuck Norris for being such a bitch? And just promise you don't tell him about that, that I said that. So, um, yeah, thanks. And keep, what, uh, keep doing what you guys are doing. Uh, oh, by the way, um, Kevin Spacey is a Kaiser Sensei. Asshole out. Bye. I see what you did there. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, think about how angry you were walking out of the gray. That's kind of how I feel about The Expendables 2 being PG-13. Mm. It's it's pretty much just it's bullshit. It sucks because like you know for a fact. I mean, there won't be as much CG blood. But... You just you know for a fact that the second it comes to, to DVD Blu-ray, there's an unrated R cut. <sighs> And it, like it just kind of needs to be. It just kind of says "fuck going to the theater." Just wait yeah. till the real version comes out because they've already done it with the first one, and it's better. Right? Yeah, I but, mean, but that announcement killed all, all of my excitement yeah. for it. All of it. Yeah, yeah, I, and Chuck Norris, whatever, dude. That's stupid. I mean, it's just it's stupid. <laughs> I, I just think it's 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 so hypocritical for a guy whose career is based on violence to dictate that something has to be 
a certain way for families and Jesus or whatever. Because, well, and, yeah. and I'm sorry, you've got that many action stars. Uh, you have a little like meeting and say, you know what? You're overruled, Chuck. Yeah. You're, you know, despite what the internet says, we can kick your ass six ways to Sunday. Right. Mm-hmm. Either, I mean, either you're overruled and you do it or you're cut. Yeah. We're going to cut you. You're expendable. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> my concern, my, my main concern, and I, I don't really care like if the, if the violence is toned down or whatever, cause it's more of the act than, you know, like, Oh look, his guts are hanging out. That's sweet. You know, but like whatever. The, the thing dudes, that dudes exploding into red mist in the first one is no, things you won't get in PG thirteen. Well, yeah, that was such an establishing like. Here's what you're in for yeah. is when yeah. Dolph Lundgren shoots that guy right. and his top half right fucking explodes. Yeah. But that's what, when I was like, okay, I'm in. You sold me, yeah. sure. But what I'm worried about is like the Die Hard four effect to where the, when uh, that movie went PG thirteen, they used like car horns and shit to bleep out the language. Yeah. And that to me is more egregious than than even dubbing dubbing over the language. Mm-hmm. And if it does, if they do something like that, like if language is drowned out by bullets or explosions or something like that, that's going to piss me off. So yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. And as far as spoilers go, um, we covered it a couple months back. It's been fairly yeah. recent. One of our recent shows, we covered the spoilers. Yeah. So yeah, I wish we do could give homework. you a, uh, a number. <laughs> yeah, but we're we... trying to remember which one it was, but it's it's one of the fairly recent ones. Yeah. And yeah, if you really want to know Saw, somebody did the same thing you did, said Saw is terrible, I hate it, here's the here's the secret. Right. And so I've never seen Saw because of that. You oh. should see Saw. Eh, I know the secret. You need somebody else to do that with. <laughs> yes. Yeah, right. Jump off. <laughs> but no, j- jump jump back a couple months and listen, because yeah. yeah. there's some good episodes anyway. Yeah. But yeah, um, we also got an email, or we got a voicemail from Sunny California, but I'm just going to summarize it real quick. But he notified us that the Department of the Treasury... Was apparently full of badasses in the uh, in the seventies and eighties, and okay. that when Reagan was almost assassinated, the guy who took off after the uh, what's his what's it was it Sirhan Sirhan was that the no, guy that's or, the Kennedy that was Jody Foster <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it's, um, Mark Mark, who, Paul Mark David Chap- Chap- Mark no, David Chapman no that's Mark, that's John Lennon John Lennon, John Lennon. Uh, uh, but anyway the John guy, Lee Hooker <laughs> you know, Lee yes. Harvey Oswald no but the guy who Obi-Wan who Kenobi. attempted to assassinate Reagan yeah. like. Basically, when they chased off after him, he's like the guy with basically a mini machine gun. It was yeah, Mark it was, Paul Gosselaar. Was Department of <laughs> That's it. Was Department of Treasury chasing after him? The Secret Service is actually yeah. or was actually under the Department of Treasury before. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. um, they just recently scooped it under uh, DHS. But still, the Security. Secret Service has like one job. The rest of the Treasury does not a badass make. Right. Well, the, mean, the Treasury well, also anymore. does all the um, John Hinckley. John Hinckley, there we go. All the investigation of counterfeiting and a bunch of stuff like that. So they they do have some badasses, but yeah. in general, the Department of Treasury is kind of a a, a bunch of yeah, money sure. printing assholes. And he also apologized for <laughs> nice. He also apologized for fistful of dynamite. Okay, said yeah, yeah I was wrong. Yeah, yeah well, sorry about that. Anywhere. It happens. Mm-hmm. We've been wrong once or twice. Yeah. No, we haven't. <laughs> when? I mean, just now. Sorry, John We've Hinckley. Never been wrong. <laughs> Mark David Chapman. It was Mark Paul Gosler. Hey, man, we got it right eventually. It was a Zach attack. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Man, that side of the table over there. <laughs> wow. Goofy. I swear to God. What wow. the fuck happened to you guys? Man. EJ and I are just looking over dumbfounded. I, just, I, don't, I don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> I don't know even who I am. Did okay. we have another email? <laughs> well, we uh, we got a email from new guy Kevin. He says, guy. "Just enjoying the podcast. Keep them coming." 
crazy title. <laughs> no, he, oh. yeah, he has an ego. That's the title. Oh, okay. okay. Subject line. Thank you. Subject line. There Thank you, Harry. says, hey, guys. My name is Kevin, and I'm an editor living in Atlanta. Hi, Kevin. Been listening to your podcast for about eight months now, and Thanks. I really enjoy them despite the occasional moments that cause my head to pop off my shoulders. I like the guy in The Expendables. Really? Yes. One quick example of that is your across-the-board love of Fast Five. Mm-hmm. Now, believe Stop. me when I say I have a full-on man crush for The Rock. Mm-hmm. My best man even brought it up in his toast at my wedding years ago to a woman. <laughs> he had to put that in parentheses. It's cool, dude. He, he brought a crush on The Rock. He brought it up to a woman to at a your woman. wedding. Hey, lady. He got married to a woman. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, he's okay. one of those. Right, more good. <laughs> yeah, one of those straights. Straights. Yeah. So he says, but to say that Fast Five was the best of the year in any capacity, even a year where the quality of movies were so subpar in general, well, my brain cannot compute, but to each their own. Indeed, you're broken. After all, that's me editorializing. Uh-huh. He's broken. Yeah. Because oh. Jesus Christ. I'm Fast waiting, Five I'm, is awesome, and I still don't understand how people can hate it. I'm waiting I, for I him. I honestly can't understand how people can hate it tell like, me in this email he makes a case for a movie better than fast five I, for I, for us i'm waiting to hear for it. us yeah 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 not really son of no. a bitch <laughs> he has some recommendations <laughs> but he goes Sorry, on new guy he, he continues oh I'll catch up there's more <laughs> catch up. yeah he says after all your podcast is dedicated to enjoying the films that so many others have rejected at first glance thank you that said i more or less wanted to thank you for providing me with hours of entertainment directing me to movies i otherwise never would have seen and steering me away from those that would have scarred me. Here's a list of You're five welcome. movies I own that are likely considered one-star crap fest by most, but that I truly enjoy. Mm-hmm. And he lists uh, Street Fighter from 94. <laughs> he says, so many beautifully cheesy one-liners. Raul Julia is so perfect. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons on 2000. Jeremy Irons takes his signature over-the-topness to a whole new level. Which, that one's painful, dude. <laughs> uh, Exorcist 3 from 1990. George C. Scott acting like he's severely constipated throughout the whole movie. Gold. Wow. wow. And then... House and House 2, not Ha-Su, but the actual House and House 2. Just bizarre, but fun. Mm-hmm. I, love John, I, I love John Malkovich in Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> yeah, you got <laughs> Bring it way back. Oh, God. That's like third episode, isn't it? <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, he says, uh, P.S. The Rock versus Vin Diesel was the sexy gift I didn't deserve. Also, The Rock plus Bruce Willis in the same movie brings forth a burning in my loins. And yes, my wife does worry about me in certain regards. <laughs> Cheers, Kevin. She should. Ah, well, you're Kevin. not man yes, enough to love Fast Five like we do. Yeah. I this but, while you're reading this, it, it brought forth maybe a mini topic for us here. Ooh. Okay, um, a mini topic. I'm curious. I'm not trying to say like I'm this side of the table. Chuck and I here yeah. are, are are different in some way, but I think oh, oh you're different. No, no, I'm just saying. I think, I think Chuck and I have have kind of you know since this was one of my like sort of my idea like I. I I was the one that had to like convince you, like, hey, let's watch bad movies yes. and have fun with them. Uh-huh. Chuck was already doing the same thing. Uh-huh. So I think there's a good chance we might have enjoyed Fast Five. I'm curious, do you think we all would have enjoyed it the same way had we not been doing this? Without a doubt. I have no doubt I would have really? loved that movie. Okay. Yes. I mean, you, you know, all right. Do you think you even would have gone? Because the action is just so solid throughout. Oh, I, I agree. I'm just The thinking, cheesy stuff in that movie yeah. comes from the character interaction that's all cardboard, whatever. Sure. And I don't give a shit about any of that. Okay. But I just the thought, action I, and yeah. The Rock being as badass as he is makes up for all that for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, okay. Some of the things in the movie are so incredibly stupid that it laps back around and becomes amazing as a result. Mm-hmm. I mean, when when the, the whole sequence with the vault at the end, 
when it started, it you're amazing, like, yeah. Jesus Christ, what are they doing? And this then can't they, be they keep doing it and yeah. keep doing it and just keep ramping it up and ramping it up and taking it to just extreme lengths. And you're like, you know what? They had the balls to, to commit to this mm. stupid idea and just run with it. And the only thing that would have killed that scene for me, and I said this in the theaters when they opened the vault, if all the money was still neatly stacked, but when they opened mm-hmm. it, it was all disheveled. And I was yes. like, yeah. attention to detail. They did it. I, but I but to me, if, if an action scene has good pacing and you know where you are at all times. Yeah. It wasn't a blur fest. I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah. I mean. And if cool shit is happening and in that scene and most of that movie, cool shit is happening. Yes. Yeah, it's funny because I I wish I could think of examples like that where they tried to do something, which I don't think they've ever tried to do something like that. Because, I mean, that is honestly one of the most over-the-top action things I've ever seen, period. Yes. Um, Also best. But (laughs) I'm trying to think of a movie that maybe is like a notch or two down that just failed in so many ways. But that's the thing is like they're all they're just blurs in my head. Like I've watched so many action movies that just tried to do cool action and just failed. And it's like, eh. That was a movie because for, for years, it's just like, it feels like we had action movies that were just like, uh, I watched it because that's what there is. And now I'm going back and watching a short. Well, in the late nineties, so know, much of it ended up being, let's just CG the hell out of things yeah, because yeah. we can do that. And that doesn't hold up. Well, like, it, I mean, like we like things about it, but like, so, I think of something like stealth where it's like, it's got, it's in that fast five cool guy action thing, but it just, in so many levels, it fails. Like I mean, yeah. we we like things about that, but I mean, really, it's a very fucking generic movie, and there's and that's the thing is like so many of them are so generic, and that one was yeah. just like, holy shit, I cannot believe they're doing the things they're doing, and The Rock being as badass as he is. I mean, the thing about the, the Fast Five is that they established very early on how n- almost not in this universe the movie is. I mean, the, the the action is so crazy to where no one gets injured when everyone should be dead. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's easy just to go into that universe. It's sort of like the end of Pineapple Express where the action is so ridiculous all of a sudden, but it's just like, hey, this is what we're going to do, so just go with it. Yeah. If, if they can do that believably, then it's fine. I was, I was trying to think of an example of something, something like Red, where they're trying to do cool action stuff, but it's just it's generic and, and predictable, and it's just like, eh. The, like, the stuff in Red was so obviously done in a computer that it's just like there was no danger involved. It didn't look interesting in right, any way, right. and so therefore it was very... You were very detached from it. Anyway, whatever. Sorry, that was that turned into a way bigger rant about a movie we've talked way too fucking much about anyway. Well, he made us mad. I know. <laughs> you do it, not challenge the Bamcast. Okay. I it's mean, okay. you know me. Usually I can say, I, right. see why, I see why people Always. love this and I don't. Mm-hmm. And I can usually say, I see why people don't like this mm-hmm. and I do. And that's one like where my brain just cannot compute how anyone can hate that movie. Yeah. You know? I mean, unless you're just like not into action movies, if that's like yeah. not your kind of movie at all. But yeah. so I know so some that's people almost who, one I can't even address. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I know some people who don't like action movies and make loud noises and shit. Right. I mean, but I, I know that they don't like that stuff, but I can't understand it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like, like, it's like people so, who are it, like, that's so different than, than anything I love. Yeah. And, yeah. It's like to me, people who don't like sweets are like, I don't like cookies. I don't like chocolate chip cookies. I don't I'm like, like chocolate. How the fuck can you not like chocolate chip cookies? What yeah. the fuck's wrong with you? You know? Yeah. Like, but there are people out there who are just like, nah, I, I don't like them. I don't eat them. <laughs> yeah. And it's yes. like, why the fuck not? I don't know. Have you only been eating like chocolate chip cookies from prison your entire yeah. life? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Oh, prison. So, yes, we've compared Fast Five to chocolate chip cookies yep. in prison and happiness. And what's wrong with you people? Don't you want happiness? And chocolate chips. Yeah. Uh, All right. Any more emails? Yeah, we got well, we got one more, and then we got Scott. 
Okay. Right. So what do you want to do? Hello, Scott. Uh, we'll break it up with the voicemail real fast. Okay. Hey, Bamfcast. This is a listener, Scott from Dallas, calling to tell you I'm really enjoying Blaxploitation History Month. It's been a while since you've had a kung fu flick, though, and we're rapidly approaching martial arts march. This needs to be remedied. The first movie I need to recommend is Chocolate. It's a 2008 movie from Thailand about a special needs girl with a special need to kick some ass. Has the same MDB rating of as Riccio, so you know you're in good company. It features no wires, no stunt doubles, and real injuries. They do not give a shit about human life. The next movie I need to recommend is Kiltro, a Chilean martial arts film. It has the same Indiba rating as Slaughter, so you know it's in really good company. I don't know how to describe the plot, so I'll just say that after watching it for the first time, I immediately watched it for a second time. It features homages to things such as Ichi the Killer, Once Upon a Time in the West, Old Boy, Kung Fu, and A Clockwork Orange. I've included links to both trailers in my email, and uh, just saying I really appreciate the Bamcast and Scott out. All right, Scott, you got to be honest with us. How many takes did you do on that one? <laughs> yeah. uh, good job, though. We appreciate it, though. Scott, Sounded what do good. you do for a living? Yeah. Yes. But yeah, Tell chocolate. is a pinch hitter for Man. pizza case. Yeah. <laughs> Chocolate's kind of awesome. That's what I hear. I've, I've actually yeah. never talked about it. chocolate. It's delicious. Yeah. Yeah. But Who doesn't it, like chocolate? I don't know. I mean, Idiots. I mean, the setup of that movie is insane I know. and stupid. But I know. It Julia is... Binoche and Johnny Depp. I know. <sighs> will, they, will they get together? I don't know. Oh, wait a minute. You're thinking of the wrong. Oh, that's chocolate. Yes. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah, but no, but chocolate's pretty badass. I'm like, that's that's one that's kind of like Ong Bak to me, where it's like, yeah. we probably shouldn't do that, because yeah. I don't... Unless you get down to like on Ong Bak 3, which is supposed to be oh. terrible. I mean, it's like, I don't, yeah. Ong Bak is fucking amazing. Yeah. And if you want to see a terrible Tony Jaw movie, I, I bought one on a whim. It was like, from the same people that brought you Ong Bak, and it's like a movie that came out beforehand. It's... Fucking shit. Terrible um, Tony I Jaa. can't even remember the name of it, because <laughs> I just kind of put it out of my I mean, memory. is Ong Bak, like, the only really awesome one of his? I like The Protector, the one with the elephant. Yeah. That one's that's good, not too. as good. It's not as good, because it, it's it, it's a little more of, like, a family thing. I think there's, like, a bigger thing with a kid, but there's still some serious ass yeah, kicking I mean, going on it. Yeah, and I mean, awesome, despite his cousin in it. Yeah. Because so. that cousin is, like, a little kid running around trying to destroy it, and yeah. it's still awesome. So, you know, that's a good damn movie, but... Yeah. Kiltro... I haven't seen it, so that might be might be a candidate. Sure, mm-hmm. I'm surprised that I mean, like I said, I remember hearing Chocolate being like really highly talked about. It's surprised that it's. I mean, I don't know even know where Riccio is rated on IMDb, but I mean, it just seems it's weird. It's pretty high. It's one of the higher ones. Is it done? Okay, I we just, just did it because that was way back kind when of, and we were kind of like. I don't know. That's kind of. I don't know. That's people a, haven't heard of this. <laughs> sure, that's still an kind of infamously quote unquote bad movie. I yeah, think. I guess. Anyway, it's an awesome so badass movie, though. Maybe that's what it God, is. God, I need to watch Ricky O again. Sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, one more email, right? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. This one is from Jay. Title hey, Jay. is A Recent Change of Heart. Uh-huh. He says, hello, Banffcast crew. Hey. Jay from California here, and I love the show. I've listened to every episode of both your podcasts twice, Whoa. which is easy for me because my job is, in, is internal email and chat-based tech support. Man, that's a lot of hours, dude. Holy crap. Listen. Wow. Man, better man than me. Three hundred hours of us, us in your ears. more than that. It's more like because he listens to no quarters also. Oh yeah, so do, 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 you're, you're a fucking you're a good man, and, and, you're, and you are probably <laughs> you are probably sick of hearing us talk. Yeah. So hey, so he says here's some more, and As now we we're go, talking directly to yes. you. Hey, listen. <laughs> and interesting enough, his next line is pleasantries and introductions aside. I have a question for you. Have you ever seen a TV show or episode of a film that has changed your view on a character or actor? And he also 
goes into a whole story about My Little Pony, which I won't read because fuck My Little Pony and the internet's obsession with it. Right, exactly. Says, anyways, keep up the good work. Always be testing. Crash and burn. Jay out. Sent from my Game Boy Color. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> I forgot they had that web browser on the color. They did. Um, I'm the printer. I can answer this real quick. I was down on Leonardo DiCaprio for a long time. I thought he was a terrible, overrated actor. What? He's wicked awesome. Okay. Uh, Until (laughs) until, um, The Departed, I always thought he was never going to grow out of that kid voice that he had, and he was trying to play adults, and he would So he just moved into the Boston accent he does every time now? Well, up and, like, through the, like, the beach and all this stuff, he would, he would- be screaming and mm-hmm. it would just sound like the way he was screaming in this boy's life and it just that movie i like this boy's life but only because de niro is so goddamn hilarious in that movie and says the stupidest things like i get to say about the toothpaste and uh i i just for the longest time could not stand leonardo dicaprio and the departed turned me around on him entirely so leo we are good okay <laughs> so basketball diaries nothing no okay no couldn't stand him all right anyone else got mm-hmm. one Get this off I, of me. I know I've got my my poor sickness addled brain is is failing me so hard. Uh, so it's movie or TV show that's changed perception of an actor or character. I I won't say I'm 100 percent sold, but I'm I'm coming around. Uh, this is the first thing that popped in my head. I'm coming around to uh, um fuck what's his name? Uh, Danny Pudi's character on Community. Community. I I can't if I, if I can remember his name. Abed. Abed. Yes, I'm coming around to Abed. I'm not an Abed head or whatever the hell people want to call themselves, but I'm coming around because he annoyed the shit out of me when that show first started, and I'm coming around so that he's still kind of he's kind of funny now. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think of like an actor that I just fucking hated. And I have come around on Nick Cage. I mean, oh. we've probably. Yeah, you've probably experienced that happening uh, since you've listened to us uh, 140 times um, Mm. times two, three. But yeah, I mean, I I used to be like, (laughs) Nick Cage is in a movie. I'm not seeing any (laughs) of it ever. I'll burn it. I'll burn my eyes. I'll scoop my eyes out first. But Mm -hmm. I've come to an understanding with him. I wouldn't say I'm I'm not on not on board anything he does. You know, I don't want to see season of the witch ever. I will say this weekend, my wife has tasked me in our Orlando trip to find the IMAX theater that is playing the Ghost Rider sequel, and we are going. Yes. So she and I both come around on Nick Cage, where it's just like, hell yeah, new Nick Cage movie. Let's go see well, that crazy asshole. And it's by the Crank guys, if you like Crank. Sure. So. Yes. I like Crank. Yeah. Um, <laughs> mine, I can't stand Jay Moore, but I think he is awesome in the movie Go. Yeah. Where he's playing half of a gay duo yeah up oh, spoiler <laughs> but no but he like that movie he's fantastic and like the freak out he has when they're trying to stuff the girl in the trunk and just like so much good stuff in that and basically everything else i'm like get this guy the fuck off the screen well if, if we're talking in that vein then my obvious go-to person is nikki cat and way of the gun because you know how much i fuck i've yes. talked on oh, I numerous occasions about how much i fucking hate that guy mm-hmm. you hate like the 10 seconds he shows up in <laughs> Sin City. i hate every time he ever shows up except for way of the gun hmm. well that's okay. that's that counts yeah yeah that's what i think is okay every time every once in a while you find a role where somebody's awesome in it yeah and you wish that they would just put well, like everything's like yeah, that. like everything I hate about how asshole she appears is like what plays to the strengths of that his part in that movie. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you, we want an ultimate asshole. Well, there you go. <laughs> yep. 
Yeah, so I guess that's it for voicemails this week. It is. And emails. And in the future, guys, we've hit the point where we have, <laughs> honest to God, enough recommendations to last us through the end of next year. The sponge is oversaturated so, here, folks. <laughs> so I'm going to say, if you're going to recommend a movie to us, focus on one. Because we get a lot of, hey, here's six or seven movies that I think are awesome that you guys should cover. Yeah. And it's kind of, you know, obviously we're only doing this once a week. Mm. So we can't cover everything. And obviously we're doing themes and that sort of stuff, too. Yeah. I mean, we appreciate and the recommendations. Yeah, we totally we, do. We love hearing the recommendations. But if you're going to call in with one, sell it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, sell it sell to us. Sell the hell out of... Pick one movie that you love. ABC. Yeah. Sell the hell out of it. That's that's my recommendation <laughs> right. for the future here, guys. Otherwise, topics, any topics you want us to talk about, go for it. Yeah, we love topics. As you can tell, we like those because we... We get mad. Yell at each other. <laughs> yes. That's, <laughs> where, that's where you get shit like Batman Return. <laughs> we like yelling at each other. Yeah. yeah. Some people tell us to do more of it. It's yeah. cathartic. Yeah, but if people are going to do that, BJ, how would they go ahead well, and get in touch with us? The easiest and only ways to do it are as follows. <laughs> Go to bmfcast.com, where we post all of our stuff, and you can comment on things. Check us out on Twitter at twitter.com slash bmfcast, or Facebook at facebook.com slash bmfcast. Check us out on iTunes by searching for bmfcast, the Bad Movie Fiends podcast. And once there, you can subscribe to us, and you can rate and review us. We prefer five stars and good reviews, but we'll take anything, because we love you. You can also <laughs> check us out on Stitcher an app for all of your mobile-relevant devices that will beam our wonderful sounds into your ear holes wirelessly through the magic of computers and internets. And finally, like many of your other compatriots out there, uh, you can give us a call on the Garfield phone, the BMF Cast hotline. Give us a call at 910-5JOX-BMF or 910-556-9263. Keep them simple, keep them short, and make sure to sign off properly. <laughs> Good advice. Right. Great advice. Yes. Right. Totally. So, are we done? I say we get yes. out of here. Yep. Okay. Hey, what are we doing next week, Chuck? Hey, we got one movie left in uh, Black Exploitation History it a Month. Is uh, Yep. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Tune in next week and find out <laughs> the secret of the final movie. The exciting conclusion. Yes. All right. All right. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm The Beach. And I'm Chuck. And this is BMF Cast Out. <laughs>